Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook App America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined only by Sean DePaz today. Anthony Totri has mm-hmm. resigned from his hosting duties, apparently. So, Oh, oh my. Uh, left us out to dry. Sean, how are we doing? Good. It's been a long time since it was just you yeah. and I. Yeah, it's like we, the, the end of the Dark Ages or the yeah. beginning of the, the Golden Age. This, the end hmm. was it dark? it was like a transitionary period between the yeah the the yeah. pre it's 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 pre it's the the end of of the pte the pre-totri era or bte <laughs> um, so speaking of transition period we have tried have been trying to come up with a slogan for the upcoming football season mm-hmm. um so listeners right now uh if you have any ideas DM us on Twitter, hang out with us, talk to us in the Discord if you're a member, um, tweet at us, whatever. Uh, we're trying to figure out something. We're thinking something along the lines of like the last dance because this could be the last time or one of the last seasons that ASU plays in the Pac-12, and it's definitely, not definitely, but 90% likely that Herm Edwards won't be back next year. Um, so we're thinking something along those lines, but if you have a better idea, DM me at Shane Deef, DM the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils, DM Sean or Totri at Sean, DePaz, Sean underscore DePaz and Anthony underscore Totri. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> like a little, a little, uh, like do or die. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's a little scary though. It's a little, I mean, it's a little dramatic, but I mean, that's yeah. not what we do. So are we. Right? Yeah. We're yeah. very dramatic. Um, Apropos. Sean, you're in the studio. I am How's, in the studio. How are the vibes? Um, the vibes are good. Got here. We were talking about a little Kyler Murray extension. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I just produced D back, so it was a little uh little talking little mid season grades, a little yeah. giving out mid season awards. So that was fun. Um vibes are regular. I'm hungry, so I'm gonna get yeah. a little Jimmy John's after this. Feel that. Um, so it's it's we're we're vibing. Vibes yeah. are immaculate. Might go to the D backs game tomorrow. Oh um, by yourself? Yeah, by myself. We're chilling. Love that. Love that. Um well the so Madden ratings. Uh, this has been a big talking point about uh, just about everybody. I, I don't know are what you, it is. Go are ahead. you like pro Madden ratings? Like, is this something you like talking about, or does it bother you? Um, like made well, up. Ratings? It makes my job easier. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I mean, I I don't see a problem with it. I I I see a problem with people freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, that really angers me. Like, if there's like something egregious, I can understand it being a talking point. Like Jamal Adams' coverage rating being an 89, that's a little crazy. Or uh, Jamar Chase being the 18th best receiver, or whatever yeah, it was. That is crazy. But I will say, um, this isn't just a bunch of you know video game engineers deciding this. These yeah. they have a committee of people that are really really well informed in the league. That being said, there are some pretty bad ones, but they also I think for the most part get it right. Like this is a hard job. There are a lot of NFL Very. players. Yeah. Um, and they update it throughout the season. So yeah. uh, but I I would like I always wonder if like what it's like to be a player and have someone break down every aspect of your game being like, "Damn, I thought I was a little faster than that." Or alternatively, when you're in practice and you know you're faster than a player and then the player has like a one or two extra rating yeah. points on you. A little frustrating, but I feel like it's got to be a little bit. You, you probably get teased if you, you know, like if we if we got man in ratings and my strength was at like a twenty, I feel <laughs> like I, you, you, I would, I just have to sit there and take the roasting. Yeah, I, uh, 
I, I've always thought that the like I think the biggest like turning point. This is with 2K, but it's the same thing. Like I think the biggest turning point of realizing how much this actually not really affects the players, but how much they hear about it is when Hassan Whiteside was like a 60 something, and then yes. he was like, "Let me get my 2K right." Yeah, now. that and then just had a that, crazy season. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that breakout game, and that's like the first thing he said. Yeah, like, talking about his Madden rating. Or a 2K rating, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want my 2K rating too, because the thing that would be frustrating is if I was playing my, with myself and I just sucked, and I was yeah. just like, I, I, I can do better than this, but the the game will not allow me to. That would so. Be I, I don't know. I don't know how much you or the listeners know about a lot. How I know FIFA does it really well, and it's EA, so I would assume. But like, they get player exclusive items in game. Um, mm-hmm. My buddy, his his brother plays in the MLS and he has a, uh, an exclusive card for him that only he has. And he's yeah, like a 90 yeah. something. Um, so he's actually really good, but in real life, he's like a 60 something, but still it's really cool. Um, yeah. so yeah, no, I know uh, they do that in the show. Cause you'll be playing like diamond dynasty and all of a sudden there'll be like a 99 overall, like Geraldo Perdomo. Like, <laughs> but that's the, the cool. They have like the card, like on the card, it'll say, uh, like real player type thing. And yeah. so you know that you're actually playing the person that shit that's cool like th- that is really cool yeah um well okay if you if if you're Eno benjamin and you <laughs> saw rashad white's rating how are you feeling um i'm i'm upset pr- not only because i'm lower than rashad but i'm I'm probably sitting there being like damn we both deserve better than this like mm-hmm. you can't even you can't even get like just you can't even do me the honor just giving me the 70 making us even you're gonna have a rookie be worse than me and then you're gonna have both of us not even be like a not nothing higher than a 70 like yeah i'm a little i'm a little upset i just i feel like if you're an nfl football player you can't how are they gonna have you be lower than a 70 you're a 69 like let's let's get into the actual rating so you know benjamin um 69 overall 87 speed which is fair 88 acceleration mm -hmm. sure but 67 strength this kind of this kind of threw me for one i don't know exactly what his trucking is but interesting to say the least I'm not that surprised by it because like, yeah, like you, I feel like you run into the problem where it's like, okay, if you give this guy, like if you give this guy like an 80 strength or whatever, which I think would be way too high, obviously, but you give him like, then you're like, okay, well now he's becoming it, turning into an 80 overall player. And that's obviously Mm. not what he is. So like, I'm not surprised by it. I feel like it's, it might be a little low, but I think it's closer to being right than it is to being wrong. If that makes any sense. Like, yeah. It is kind of what it is, you know. He's the the speed, the elusivity is more of his thing than that. So I'm looking for his trucking right now. It's a 78, um, and I know it's just based off of that one play that I'm talking <laughs> about in the NFL. But he also had, you know, run through ability, if that's even a a phrase. He had run, he would run through people pretty frequently yeah. in college. So 78, I think, is fair. Um, obviously, not a star caliber running back, but what the this isn't even the most egregious rating on the cardinals running back room it's james connor being an 81 overall yeah, that, that was crazy. a little crazy a little surprising and his strength is pretty low too isn't it like because I, I i think it was either johnny or bo tweeted out something is like they there was a video or maybe it was ph next cardinals um but like there was a video of him like just shaking off arguably the greatest defensive tackle in nfl history aaron donald yeah um and his strength is running, only an 81 yeah, yeah, which seems ridiculous. Like, that's a strong man. Um, Look, you you had like last year. If you put him at an eighty-one, sure. But like he after last season, 
Yeah, no. he just came off of a great year last year. Like, I I don't really understand it. I, he's a he's a he's a fantasy sleeper for me, by the way. No, I, I agree. I think I year. had him on my fantasy team last year. I had picked him up during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh, I mean it's it, this kind of goes back to I think ultimately the whole just Cardinals dis not necessarily even just Cardinals, but just like the disrespect of Phoenix based teams. I yeah. just uh, they don't. Well, I mean, then again, I say that, and then I think. Uh, Devin Booker is a little too highly rated in the new 2K, but he's a cover athlete, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I was I was definitely surprised by the the James Conner. I thought he would be like a, at least an 85. Like he, yeah. I'm not saying he's like a 90 overall court running back, but I mean a little higher than an 81 at least. Yeah. Um, all right, getting into Rashad White. Uh, stop me when you see a mistake. 90 speed, 92 acceleration. 71 strength, 85 agility, 64 awareness, 64 awareness. Yep. Okay. That's one bad one. 71 catching. (laughs) What? What are we doing here? He was the leading receiver. Uh, He had a couple bad drops in the senior bowl workouts. I don't know if they go that in depth, but (laughs) that, that did happen. Happen. I'm trying to see where his route running is because if that is low, bro, um, I will be shocked. But yeah, They'll, the, the awareness floors yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, we saw how patient of a runner he was. Last That's all year. I'm saying. Like that low, like, like the receiving thing, I, I think is wrong, but like, okay, it's not as egregious. But a 64 awareness, like that, I think that is one of his, that's his biggest strength is, is, is his awareness. Short I, route running a 67. Hmm. Brother? Medium route running a 62, deep route running a 53. I don't get it. Uh, But again, uh, unproven, unproven in the NFL. Like, we've got to take a step back. We are very, very biased, but still. Yeah, but also we're biased, but also we've watched him more than a lot of people have, I would say. I like, I don't know, like, He's what the tied for the eighth best rookie running back in the Madden ratings, which I think seems a little ridiculous too. I just the the, the awareness thing is what what really gets me, and and I mean like I had, I had tweeted out like I think the the, the seventy overall and that's particularly that awareness one is going to look pretty foolish by the time the season is over. But they do update the ratings throughout the season, so I don't think I think but when it's all said and done, he'll be seventy six, yeah. seventy eight, maybe up in t- towards eighty, but. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to take some pretty big strides from this initial initial ranking. Um, I did just want to preface this. I totally forgot to do this. If you're not a big Madden person, you don't really know what we're talking about. Their scale of one to 99 rating. Um, you know, Tom Brady at his prime was a 99 overall. All of these acceleration, blah, blah, blah stats also go from one to 99. So 99 being the best, one of the worst. Um, yep. So Rashad White, top rated running back or top drafted player on ASU this year, third round, 91st overall going to the next one. Jack Jones. Do you have any idea what his rating was? Oh, like, uh, if just guess 67. Ooh, 66. Ooh, close. Yeah. Uh, Jack Jones, you know, that new England team is going to be interesting this year. Yeah. I don't know exactly what his, you know, path is going to look like, uh, He's got a 90 change of direction, so that's nice. cool. Uh, but everything else is kind of very average. Uh, speed and acceleration is solid. But yeah. 
I mean, it's yeah. a it's a late round rookie player. Yeah, you're not going to get anything much higher than than a 66, 67, unless you're a quarterback. Maybe you'll get something a little higher, but or if you're you know really good. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah but you're, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You're a late round draft pick, yeah, particularly exactly. unless you got like crazy speed, then you might that might boost you up. Um, but yeah, that's that's. I don't want to say it's fair because he could very well end up being a better NFL player than it's that. It's fair right now. It's 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 yeah, it's fair for as for right now. Yeah. Um coverage ratings and pursuit are all around the 60 to 69 rating. So yeah. Um average for him. Uh now let's check on is there anyone else you you think deserves a higher rating than a 66? That got drafted out of ASU. Uh no. What about DJ Davidson? Are you asking me what I think he is or what? I... Yeah. Oh, higher or lower than Jones? Just guess. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And guess that he's gonna end up in like 64, 66. Okay, he's 66, 66 for D- DJ Davidson as well. Um, I expect him to be able to boost his rating up. Yeah. I think he'll I think he'll get some run. I mean, it's not like this team is really good, the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what if we had current current like ASU players in the draft, like like Emory Jones, for example, what do you think his, his rating would be? Seventy one. Well, you think that high? I think so. Just because he's a running running back. That's how it goes in Madden. Yeah, that's well. I, apparently, they're they're kind of fixing that. They're trying to make it a little more like they want you to stay in the pocket. I'm just afraid that they would, uh, to maybe unfairly, maybe fairly, but uh, uh, harshly grade his his throwing ability. Um, that might hold him back a little bit. But um, all right, Chase Lucas. What do you think his rating is? I go sixty four again. Sixty five. 65. Yeah, I mean, this is like like we said, this is what they're all going to kind of be around. Like, you're not... Yeah. It's just... They, they, they're they not going to... Especially these guys, in, like I said, in the later rounds, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to give them good grades. And they're not going to yeah. gonna be super harsh on them. Like, it's just all of these guys are kind of wait and see people. So they're all going to be around those mid to low 60s. Yeah, I'm trying to look for hit power for both of these corners. Um, 49 for Chase Lucas. Let's go to Jack Jones. Um, because both of them, I feel like we're pretty hard hitting corners. Fifty one for Jack Jones. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> there's a, uh, once you get into these guys, there's not a whole lot to say about them. It's no. going to be, yep. It's just it's going to matter of time before we see how their game translates to the NFL because they're, uh, I mean, they're 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 playing faster, yeah. stronger guys. Those hits aren't going to land the same as at they least, did in college. At least they've been created in the game. Um, you know, players like Darian Butler, Tyler Johnson, Kellen Deesh are not available. Donovan West going undrafted. So um, nothing on them, but there's we'll no, keep an eye out. There's no um, Curtis Hodges rankings? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in the 50s, if we're being yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the, the so Madden, do you play it still at all? Every once in a while, I'll kind of yeah. get like a craving for it, and I'll I'll play a couple games, but uh, I don't really play it. No, because when we were, I don't really play it either. But when we were in the pandemic, like when everyone was total lockdown, um, we still are in a pandemic. But when it was at the height of it, uh, we, me and my buddies, would throw on 
CPU against CPU games and bet on it. Unbound, yeah, I remember you telling me Dude, about that. Absolutely electric, and you can't actually do that. I know you can bet on some esports on DraftKings, but you can do a lot more and a lot more fun stuff, and probably less waste of your time than watching two computers play against each other. Yeah, you can bet um, on real football. Yeah, real football, real baseball as well. True. Uh, that's going on right now, and you get risk-free about up to a thousand dollars on DraftKings Sports if you up when you sign up using that promo code PHNX and make your first deposit. So don't forget to do that. Insert that co- promo code PHNX um, on DraftKings. Get a thousand dollar risk-free bet after you deposit your first amount of money. It's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Mm. So this is something that um, Totri and I talked about when you were gone. Uh, there was an article released, I think, on Sports Illustrated about the desirability of all the Pac-12 teams and what they're like, why team conferences would want them. Yeah. Uh, And ASU ranked kind of middle of the pack about all power five schools. Uh, I thought everything was kind of fair. Toji was a little upset because he thought they should be ranked lower in terms of football performance. And and I told him, and we we were talking about, because, because it was ranked on like, like one through 20 or one through 68 or whatever, all power five schools on how they performed in the past five years. And ASU was ranked in like the top 25 in terms of performance. I think it was top, like top 30 in terms of performance in football. And he was like, well, they're terrible. Why would they do that? And then I was like, think about like the teams that are in the top 25 at the end of each year. Like you have like the yeah. Rage and Cajuns. Like it's just was close. It, yeah. It's just how it is. Just how yeah. it is. And it was based on like consistency, blah, blah, blah. ASU's always eight and five, eight and four. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> The, the one of the talking points now is about TV performance ratings because Pac-12, you know, not the greatest, doesn't really have a true package to sell teams. Probably a big point on why USC and UCLA left, which mm-hmm. Ray Anderson had some comments today and said he was extremely shocked, uh, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, but we'll go through this ranking. Sean, I'm going to have you try to guess one through 12. Pac-12 performance ratings from 2016 to 2021. Who's number one, Sean? Wait, like TV performance? TV performance rankings. Um, and this includes the USC and UCLA still? Yes. All right. Uh, one, I feel like it's probably USC. Got it. Two, is it UCLA? It is not. No, is it Oregon? It is not. Ooh. The Utah? It is not. I believe in you. I believe you can do this. Um, Washington. It is Washington. Wow. Washington I see Adel, I guess. But yeah. wow. Uh, a, a lot of non-conference games boosted their viewership. They had 5.2 million against Auburn on ABC. Okay. Obviously, all of these big viewerships are not going to be on the Pac-12 network. Yeah. 4.75 against Michigan in 2021. Um, most viewed game overall was the college football playoff, though. 2016 oh. college football playoff against Alabama, 19.34. Yeah, uh, so that is a big boost. Who would be number three then? Three is it Oregon? It is Oregon. Uh, okay. 16.3 million views on the, in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin in 2019. Yeah. Um, then you know they played Ohio State and Auburn. Uh, yeah, this is surprising. Who's number four? Is this one Utah? It is not. Huh. This is one is like very a- surprising. Is it like a Washington State or something? It is, it is Washington State. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, they had the most regular season game over 4 million views, like most games, um, 
their most viewed game was the Alamo Bowl against <laughs> Iowa State. Uh, we love that. Uh, 30 games over a million views. Um, or no, they sorry, they didn't have the best. They had only one game, regular season game over 4 million views. Uh, okay. Five times in other Pac-12 teams' most type, top five viewed conference games. So hmm. they're playing up to their opponents. Number five, who is that, Sean? Utah. Nope. UCLA? Nope. You're not going to like this one. Oh, is it Arizona? Nope. I'm not going to like it? It is Stanford. Oh. Uh, They also had a big viewed Alamo Bowl game in 2017 (laughs) against TCU. Uh, Yeah, just a lot of other stats. Their two most viewed out-of-conference games were against Notre Dame in 2017 and 2018. Uh, it's so fast to do anything. And then here comes UCLA at number six. Okay. Uh, 4 million views against USC in 2017. They played LSU in 2021, which had 3 million views. Memphis in 2017 had 3 million views as well, which is interesting. Um, now, yeah, is interesting. now who's number seven? You, you got this. ASU. Nope. ASU. Nope. What? ASU's not seven? No. Nope. Didn't you tell me before the show they were seven? No. Is this Arizona? No. Nope. Utah? It is Utah. Okay. Uh, can you guess how many views their most viewed game had? Like 3.2. Oh, no, no, no. Is it up? Much more, yeah. Think of what they just did. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it like 7-some? At 16. The Rose Bowl, 2021. Wow. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just really I don't know a whole lot about like viewership numbers. I don't really have yeah. any contest for the number, yeah. but and I guess that makes sense, yeah. ASU comes in at number 8. Um We'll break down some of these numbers. So their most viewed conference games were against Oregon once, Washington twice, and USC twice. Uh, most viewed in-conference game was against Oregon, 4 million views. Um, most viewed out-of-conference games were both against Michigan State, uh, 2018, 2019. 2018, if you remember, on the road um, was the game where they called a timeout or there was a false start or something, and Michigan State ended up missing the field goal on the road. So that was a ton of fun. Both those games ended in chaos. Then to round out the Pac-12, you get nine Colorado, um, ten Cal, uh, Arizona's eleven. Uh, let's see what they, let's see what their views are. They had UCLA zero. UCLA is twelfth. No, UCLA is six. UCLA. Was oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, they had zero games. Regular season games over four million views. Uh, ASU only had one, so it's not crazy. Um, Fourteen games over a million views. ASU had twenty-two. Ten conference games over a million views. ASU had fifteen. Um, zero times were they in the other Pac-12 teams' top five most watched in-conference games, which means nobody wants to watch U of A. Only three times happened to ASU, um, but hey. Um, and then lastly, certainly leastly. Uh, Oregon State, uh, four million games over a million views, zero. How many people even live in Corvallis? I'm, yeah. I wonder. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I think so. Their most viewed game was against Oklahoma State, three point four nine million views in 2019. And I think the only reason why that had a lot of viewers is because people thought Oklahoma State was playing themselves. Um, <laughs> so. Corvallis has. You want to guess how many people Corvallis has? One point two thousand no i've i literally have no idea uh fifty nine thousand. well 59. 59,922 according to wikipedia so about sixty thousand people wow would you want to live there sean um no <laughs> no how far are they from a major city how far are they actually from like oregon or from like god damn it my computer's glitching but um 
yeah, no. good. This is just kind of it's a little south of Portland and Salem. Oh, it's just north of Eugene. So, uh, I mean, maybe short ride to the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, nice. it, it maybe, but only because of the things that are around it, not because of Corvallis. Yeah. Could be nice. Excuse I'm yawning. Sleepy it's, boy. Yeah, it's 2.30, and I uh, it's my day off, so I've just kind of been warming the whole day, <laughs> laying around, doing some cleaning. Um, I might go on a hike, but it's like 100-something degrees out. Yeah, that know. sounds we'll, disgusting. We'll see. Well, uh, six days from now, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 21st, we'll be at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub in Tempe. Make sure to come out and join all the PHNX team out there for all-day drink specials. Um, and enter the to- toast of the month sweepstakes at gophnext.com. We will be announcing the winner there at the 8th Street Pub live in Tempe. Um, the winner of the toast of the month gets a $50 gift card to Four Peaks for some beer or some chicken tendies or whatever you'll want. Um, yeah. You also get a free T-shirt from the PHNX locker and an annual membership to gophnx.com to read all of the great articles produced by our great writers here. So make sure to enter that at gophnx.com. Make sure to come hang out with us every final Wednesday of each month at Four Peaks in Tempe. you got to be 21 or older to drink. You don't got to be 21 or older to be there, though, just to make sure when you're drinking you enjoy responsibly. Even the babies can enjoy them tendies. Yes, even the babies, Sean. Um, all right, last, last thing of the day. Uh, Sean, you got you. You've been getting your DMs kind of blown up, huh? A little bit, yeah. Uh, but this isn't about your DMs. This is about Totri's DMs. What oh, did God. you say he told you um, the other day? What did what did what did he tell me? Yeah, he got uh, a source. I don't. Source. I can't anonymous Totri that. source. It's a trustworthy source. I can guarantee that. Yeah. But um, that ASU softball, um. He had tweeted out something about the what the roster looked like, or he had quote tweeted what the roster looked like. Um, and a source that is with from knowledge of the the softball program, I'll say that, um, told us that we should be expecting by the end of the week, or at least relatively soon, for a few people to to be coming to the ASU softball through the transfer portal, and hopefully for the roster to be up to twenty one players um, within about a week or so. So. There's been concerns about what ASU softball is going to look like, but fear not. They should at least have a full roster because I know when we talked um, to um, Brady Vernon earlier in the year, he had mentioned the Oregon situation where they had to have like position players yeah. pitching. I was a little afraid that that might end up being what ASU situation is. I We don't know what the, the position or what I would players assume are going to be. The pitching staff a little more. Yeah, but you would have to assume that they're going to be bringing in pitchers. Um, because right as of right now, as of right now, they have three pitchers expected to come. They have, they have um, Marissa Scholl coming back. They have one recruit coming, and then they have the one woman from Ball State coming. Yeah. Um. So the, there is three pitchers. They you would hope they would at least have one more. Um. But yeah, it, at least so if you're an ASU softball fan, listen to this, and you've been worried about what the season is going to look like, and you can't talk about what they're going to look like win loss record, but you can mm-hmm. at least. Have a little uh, confidence that there is going to be a team. There's yeah. going to be uh, women to play, able, and Shane and I are going to have to go out there. Just embarrassing ourselves. So well, I think I think we could. I don't know if we. Yeah, we would embarrass ourselves. But I was I about think, to say, brother. Well, I was thinking I, like like I think that would be the point. So I don't know if it would be embarrassing. True. Um, I could be like a designated a designated fielder, maybe. Nah. Like I could if you put me out in like right field. You got a strong enough arm, Sean. I have a. Are you kidding me? I was a center fielder when I played baseball. I have a you cannon. Can't, you, not a softball arm. Well, softball is difficult. That is one thing. Like throwing a softball is much more catching difficult a than softball. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just softball. If you're used to playing baseball, softball is like it's just I mean, softball is difficult as it is, but like playing, yeah. it's just such so different. Like catching a softball, it's so much bigger. Throwing a softball, you can't grip it the same way you do a baseball. It is a, it's a very different, very different experience. But yeah. I'm saying, if you step me in right field, it's the one area I would have the least impact on the game. So, so you know, we probably could still win a few games with if you have a legitimate roster. If you stuck me in right field on Oklahoma, no. we probably could still win a few games. As you, if I was a designated fielder, you should be a designated hitter. And then just just lean over the plate like Kevin Euclid. Just take some for the team. Yeah, that is true. I could probably have a pretty. I, if you sat me there and like this is something I think about sometimes is if like whether it's the MLB or or like softball, whatever level. If if I was playing, if I was at the plate and you had given like the the pitcher had no idea who I was and you had given them an erroneous scouting report that I was actually a good baseball player how many times I would reach base. Cause I feel like I could walk a couple of yeah. times just because they'd be trying to pitch to me actually. And they would just miss sometimes. So I, and then get me on the bat, the, the base path. <laughs> i got a little bit of speed in these boots. Like I could, I might be able to get, if, if, if the ball's in the dirt, I'm taking the base. So you uh, never know. SB nation has a great video essay about what would happen if Barry, Barry Bonds, if Barry Bonds is bad away. Yes. Um, so if you haven't checked any of those out, you definitely should. They're incredible. Um, but yeah, I think that about does it, Sean. Anything else before we get out of here? No. Um, what would your Madden rating be? Uh, what am I doing? Football. What's your position? Yeah. Uh, shit. I mean, like a one. Like I, just, I wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> Fair what, enough. What would, what would yours be? Like a two? Um, I might be able to be like a, a fifteen overall punter. Yeah, I could be like a, I could be like a, like a. 25 overall placeholder for a kicker. Ooh, I was a backup placeholder in modified football in middle school. I feel like if you put in the work, you could probably be us like a, a a 40, 50 overall like long snapper. Yeah. I feel like you got a long snapper build. Really? Thanks. I appreciate that, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> put in the work. You could do it. Um, if you want more updates on anything ASU related, including this ASU softball situation, make sure to follow us at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Shane D. If you can follow Sean at Sean underscore DePause. And uh, Totrick has really sucked at Fall Guys last night, so I don't think I'm going to give him a shout out. Well, I mean, you kind of just did. Um, and you also well, did earlier uh, in the show. You yeah. also were going to just skim past my as well, always. Well, hold on. You can follow him at Anthony underscore Totri, and I'll do it again. You can follow Sean at Sean underscore DePause. Thing is, is I didn't even have one, so you probably should have. Um, what did we talk about today? Um, I'm talking about Madden and softball. Low Madden um, rating as always. Oh, 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 oh. Um, you follow me at Sean underscore to pause. Getting my DMs blown up as <laughs> never. It's never happened. <laughs> I got two DMs today, and it was the most I've ever gotten. Um, yeah, I love it. So DMs dry as always. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow with our Friday Funday live show at 3 p.m. Do not miss out on that. Keep your notifications on our YouTube channel at PHNX Sports. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a good time. So make sure to join us for that. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, but until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.